Welcome back to Twisted Talk, everybody. I'm your host, Daniel Havens. With me this week for the first time, I got Tice. Hello, everyone. For those of you who don't know Tice, Tice and I have been friends since... Uh, since we're seventh and eighth grade? Yeah. So yeah, Tice, a is, time. Tice is a year younger than me, so we pretty much grew up together like the important years. But Tice, why don't you tell everybody about yourself a little bit? Yeah, so grew up with Daniel. Uh, met him in eighth grade through my brother, actually. Oh, when I was in seventh grade, and uh, been friends literally ever since, and it hasn't stopped. Never been a dull mo- moment, so it's been fun. And uh, currently live in Boise, and uh, getting to travel travel around a lot for my work. So before Tice goes on, uh, the funny thing about us meeting through his older brother Bo was, I wanted to be friends with Tice more than I wanted to be friends with Bo really bad, and Zach wanted to be friends with. Bo more than Tice, and it was the opposite way. Yep, it was hilarious because me and Bo were talking, and we're like, "I was like, I mean, I really like Zach," and Bo was like, "I really like Daniel," and I was like, "Huh, this is funny." And then we found that out, and I was like, "What are the odds of this happening right now?" But yeah, ever since like the day that like we all met, I think we were like inseparable for years. Yeah, like definitely. we were always at Bo and Tice's house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then. On my way over here, I was thinking, remember when uh, we were walking to your house and I wrote that poem? Oh, yeah. What was the poem again? It was uh, something about the pumpkin went up the hill, <laughs> the pumpkin <laughs> ate the pill, and the pumpkin <laughs> got bigger. Oh, my God. And I'll never forget when you hyped me up on it, when the teacher's like, this is terrible. And you're like, fuck that teacher, dude. That was the best poem ever. And I was dude, like, I... Still to this day, think that was a good poem, dude. It was so funny. There's a little more added to it, but I forgot now. But I was just like, "Yep, you're my friend forever." Hype <laughs> me up with that, dude. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> uh. No, yeah. So, like Tice was saying, he travels around a lot, and we're probably going to tell some of his stories from his travels, just because. I mean, we even went to Vegas together for a couple months, and then we decided like this is not the move. We need to go back home. <laughs> yep, yep. It was uh, it was interesting. It was. It was short-lived, but it was fun, though. Yeah, I mean, we, dude, we were the definition of homeless but not homeless because we were struggling to get by, but we somehow always had food in our stomach, and we, I mean, I we have no idea how we pulled that off either. Yeah, we either were walking or we took the bus, which was a different experience for us. And remember that one guy that we met on the at the bus stop? Yeah, that pulled out a big old bag of weed, dude. I was just like, okay, this is crazy right now. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to react to this. Yeah, that guy was so cool too, dude. He was. He was really cool. I just remember because it was like our very first time riding the bus, uh-huh. and there was a group of like four or five guys that like sat behind us and oh, they were talking, God. and they had said some, something that made Tice laugh, and they definitely took it the wrong way because they wanted to fight me and Tice afterwards and I was like Tice whatever we do we just don't get off the bus before these guys because then they follow us and they kill us yeah and it was terrifying because like we end up getting off like the next stop and I was like oh here we go it was like we have to cross the street as fast as we can because we're just like 19 18 19 years old at that time yeah it was it was literally like they got off and we're like oh thank god and then we realized like our next stop was like just right up the road from them and we had to get off <laughs> Oh, it's just like we're in trouble now. But uh Yeah, so uh ever since I moved to Boise, I got this job doing door-to-door sales stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh going to the East Coast is a whole nother thing, dude. It's crazy over there. And that's where you went last summer, right? Yeah, I was there t- for two summers. One summer I was in Maryland and then one summer I was in Virginia. Which one was the better experience, you think? Uh, I would say 
I loved them both pretty much equally, but I really like Maryland a lot, just mm-hmm. at the state, and met one of my new best friends there. We still talk all the time. Ross, shout out Ross, mm-hmm. if you listen to this. And uh, it was probably, we were there for like four months, so a good amount of time. And living over there is very fast-paced on the East Coast, and it's very saturated. Mm-hmm. And the humanity there, dude, is gnarly i walk out and like i sweat for no reason but with the humidity over there i walk out and you're immediately just drenched in sweat yeah and i have to bring like two or three shirts throughout the day for work because it's just i'm just running through these things dude well i remember how you used to get when we were in vegas dude like dude just horrible straight through your tank top like five minutes of being outside <laughs> and then with it being that humidity dude it's just gnarly and uh i would say in Virginia was probably the more interesting experience because my first day there, I saw a dead body. Okay. Yeah, it was crazy. This guy got hit by a car. I missed the guy getting hit by a car, but I saw the body in front of the car. Uh huh. And I don't know if this ties together or anything, but the next day there's this huge billboard with this guy wanted for murder, like right next to where this thing happened. I was like, oh, so this is what Virginia's about, huh? <laughs> That's crazy. Dude. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. So. Side note, really fast. Have you ever seen anybody get hit by a car? Uh, in Virginia. In Virginia? Yeah. But I was like, it was dark. So it was like, I don't I really know what was happening, but they got hit. Mm-hmm. And this is another time. This is like probably three months towards the end of Virginia. Uh-huh. And uh, they were trying to cross the road. Could people over there cross the road with like... No, no hesitation? Yeah, no hesitation. It blows my mind. I'm just like, yo, like, do you not see a car driving right here? <laughs> And, uh, but other than that, like, I wasn't really able to, like, make out, like, them getting hit. Mm-hmm. But I was like, something happened. And then I drove by. And then there's a guy that's right in front of this car. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna. Like, I was too far away to, like, see anything, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, no, I'm not gonna deal with that. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, just gonna stay right out of that situation. Yeah. I was just like, that's not what I'm trying to get into. Well, so the reason I ask is because, like, when I was living in Boise, it only happened once, but I saw somebody get hit off of their bike, and it was fucking insane. Because you know those guys that ride their bikes in Boise, right? Yeah, crazy. They just, they just have, like, no respect for actual cars. Like, <laughs> at all. They think they're the only people on the road. Yeah, and I don't know if it's always been a big deal, but when... Because, I mean, you know, I was, like, delivering beer for a long time, and then furniture in Boise, uh-huh. and... There were so many times where I was just like, yo, how did that person not just get hit by a car? And it got to the point, and I don't know if this sounds bad or not, I was like starting to hope for it. Like I just wanted <laughs> to see it one time, you know? And surprisingly enough, like the time I saw it, I was downtown and we, so you know where Amsterdam's is, right? Uh-huh. So we were chilling at Amsterdam's and this is back like when I smoked cigarettes. Uh-huh. So like I was like sitting there, we were standing on the patio and I was smoking and everybody was like enjoying their conversation and I was just doing my thing. People watching on the sidewalk, you know? Yeah. And out of nowhere I see this guy and he looks down the one side of the one way and then or maybe it's not even a one way. I think it's a Is it that main road right there? Yeah, I think that it's main, a one that way. main road's a one way. Okay, so yeah. So he like looked down the one side of the one way where cars aren't coming from. Oh god. And then he like <laughs> proceeded to like come through on his bike and he just got fucking plowed by an uber driver dude like his bike went maybe like five feet forward but he like rolled over the ubers the uber cars back end you know and he got up he looked around and he like i just saw him mouth the words damn (laughs) he got his bike didn't say anything to the uber driver and then just rode off on his bike i was like how did that guy 
just survive that. Yeah, I was like, because <laughs> he, he, swear to God, dude, did not look at, like, oncoming traffic, but he just got fucking sideswiped by that Uber driver, dude. That's so funny, because now that I think about it, me and Angel were up in Boise one time, and we were sitting there, and we were literally talking about it. Like, what if someone got hit by a car, like, mm-hmm. riding their bike? Literally, ask Angel, 30 seconds later, he brought it up. We watched this dude just get hit by a car, went to the windshield, and just slid off the roof, picked up his bike, and kept going. And I was like, unfazed. <laughs> that yeah. guy was unfazed. Like, it was like a normal daily routine. <laughs> dude, 100%. If I ever get hit by a car, dude, I'm laying there. I'm, oh, I'm milk for all it's worth, dude. I will slam my head <laughs> on the cement and be like, oh, God, my head. What did you do to me? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh... So, Virginia, though. Yeah. Dope place. Dope place. Yep. So what did, so my, I guess like, so I know a little bit about it and I guess this is more or less for people that don't mm-hmm. know about it. So what are your days like usually consist of when you're doing your door to door sales and yeah. then like how much free time do you actually get? Uh huh. So, uh, you don't really get too much free time doing it cause we work Monday through Saturday. Okay. And, uh, our days consist of what I'll wake up at 7am. We'll go hit the gym for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. come back, get ready make breakfast, stuff like that, have a meeting, uh, like a big team meeting at like 10 o'clock. Okay. And then we'll do like, uh, we'll like rehearse our pitches, like critique stuff, talk about the day before, how, how it went, what we need to fix. Mm-hmm. And then uh, by like 11 or noon, depending on how long the meeting go, we go out to knock doors and then we're out at noon, knock doors until like three or four, have 30 to an hour lunch, depending on how it's going. Mm-hmm. And then we won't to be done till about nine o'clock at night. So it's pretty much seven to nine, Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, we just have a, a morning meeting and then we knock uh, 10 to two. So it's like a half day on Saturday. Okay. So, so remind me, didn't you hurt your foot last summer and you had to ride around on a scooter? Yeah, no. So that was two summers ago in Maryland. So uh, there was there was uh, a lunch break where I w- we my, my manager actually – Went back to a go back and it was during our lunch break. Mm-hmm. So we went to go do that. And then me and Tyler were walking around. And I was like, oh, we're at the beach. We're at Dewey Beach in Delaware. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the surf shop. We got to buy a little skim board. And I was like, I was wondering for later on. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hop on this and ride it during my lunch break. So I started skimboarding. Uh-huh. And I was doing pretty good. And I was like, I'm going to do one more. Literally the last one, I swear, I was just going to go back to work. And then I fell off it weird, and I was trying to stay dry, so I fell awkwardly. Mm-hmm. And my foot bent like with all my body weight, and I tore all the ligaments in my foot. And so I couldn't walk on it for like three weeks. And so I had like the little uh, like greeny like pusher with the tennis balls, uh-huh. but I had four wheels on it. And so I would just put my foot on that and push around on that going around. Use that as a sympathy card. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, it was. Rough. Did you th- do you think that helped out a little bit when it came to your cells? Uh. I want to say it helped too much, but it was definitely like an icebreaker, I would say. Okay. So I guess that helped in that aspect of things. But it was it was shitty because it was right towards the very end of our summer. Yeah. It was like the last month, and this was like the last three weeks. Yeah. So I was like, damn, this is not how I want to be doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was fun though. And then I also broke my hand that summer too. Yeah. How'd you do that again? I got into a little tussle with... A guy on on our team. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, I remember now. And broke my hand, and I had to be in the cast, and I was just like, "This is lovely, <laughs> dude." I feel like this kind of stuff happens to you all the time. Like since 
since the first time you tore your ACL, I feel like you just have been uh, like one thing after another. Yes, exactly. Literally, like remember that one time when I rolled my ankle in basketball in city league, and it was like my ankle was like the size of a softball for like two months. Yeah, it was insane. I thought it would be like permanently stuck like that because mm-hmm. I was like, this is not good, dude. So I remember like always kind of making fun of Gage when he rolled his ankle because like. I was like, oh, dude, like, you're fine. Like, just, you know, uh-huh. you'll be fine in, like, a couple weeks, dude. And, like, he still says, like, there's, there are still times where, like, his ankle was, like, kind of fucked up. Like, when he goes on runs and whatnot. Uh-huh. Was like, oh, dude, he's just being a puss, kind of, you know? Like, just, like, joking around. But I was just like, I'd never, like, rolled an ankle, I guess. <laughs> rolled my ankle last summer playing, or not last summer, like, last winter playing basketball uh-huh. with our buddy Brody. And that put me down for a week. Dude. I didn't go to work <laughs> for a week. <laughs> And then I was on crutches when I did go back to work. No. Yeah. Dude, my, like, I wish I could have seen, like, I think I did send you pictures, but, like, my ankle was fucked, dude. Like, my toes were turning p- purple, dude. I was like, mm-hmm. I broke something for sure, but I was like, I'm not going to say anything about it, you know? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Like, the day that it happened, I went home, and I was like, God damn it, dude. That was like, this would happen to me right before City League starts. And then mom was being mom and she sent one of her friends over to take me to quick care uh-huh. and they're like well we can do an x-ray but like i would wait and see and i was like yeah cool like let's do that because i don't want to give you guys any money you know <laughs> so then they just gave me crutches and like an ankle brace and like there's still times where i'm like oh i need to be wearing my brace mm-hmm. but i don't and like i think that i'm good but just like now the fear in my body of doing it again welcome like, to the club dude <laughs> <laughs> like i just think back about like all your injuries and how like your downtime to where like you've been down. I don't know how you've done it, dude. Dude, I have no idea. All my ACL surgeries, dude. It's just a full year recovery, and it's just like rough, dude. Just doing nothing at all. And well, it was like besides therapy and stuff like that. It was horrible. Well, I remember the first time you tore your ACL, and I came over to your mom's house, and we were just like laying on your bed watching TV. <laughs> and I think you beat that Star Wars game in like two days. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I like came over and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play this game tonight. I'll let you know how it is. And then I went over the next day after school and you were like, yeah, I'm almost done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, yeah, I think I beat that game in a day. It was just nothing else to do. And I, I remember I was on crutches for six months, dude. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember you oh, hit your you, head on the. You remember the <laughs> the trailer party when I slipped and fell? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So for like anybody that doesn't know, like we used to have this trailer on our property and we would just throw huge parties on it like at it all the time ragers and the floor was like slippery and tice was like up to play beer pong and he like stood up with his crutches took one step forward and his crutches like butterflied out and he hit his head on the beer pong table and was just knocked out cold so like i don't remember who helped me but like we carried tice i think it was scott yeah i think it was scott carried tice into the house laid him down on the couch and he's like i'm good just you know, go in there and enjoy your night. And this kid was just like, probably shouldn't have been there in the first place because he's like <laughs> fresh out of getting his knee re- replaced pretty much. And it was horrible. Cause like, I, I, I don't remember, but I felt myself hit the table and knock the table over. And then I re- kind of briefly remember hitting the floor. And then after that I was done, but everyone said like, when I hit the floor, I bounced up and just bounced and hit my head again on the floor. And I was just mm-hmm. out like a light dude. I just woke up with people just surrounding me and just trying to wake me up. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? He's fine, though. He's yeah, fine. He's yeah, still here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> oh, good times. And then trying to knock it. When we were trying to knock the trailer over, 
That was still the craziest. I thing. was I was on crutches then too and almost fell. <laughs> I, I I still don't understand where our logic was behind that. But... I don't know where we were going with that. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, and then for your birthday, didn't we have like thirteen thirty packs or fourteen thirty packs for your birthday? Yeah, when we used to drink Keystone Light because yeah. it was cheap. Because it was the only thing we could do in high school. Dude, the uh, good times, dude. And we're still here. We're still yeah. alive. <laughs> still kicking somehow. So where are you going this summer? Uh, this summer I'm, I'm going to Dallas, Texas. Oof. Yeah, dude. I'm super excited. Just opened up, and so. It, it's gonna be a fun adventure, and I heard down south it's gonna be it's way different. So I'm excited to see a different part of the country. Uh huh. And when you go travel the country itself, I've only been like to Mexico outside the country, but like inside the country, it's like so so different. Like each state is just so different. Like Virginia is so much different than Maryland. I feel like. Uh huh. I mean, I'm not from there, so people they might say it's dissimilar, but I feel like I got a different experience from each state. Yeah. And they're right next to each other, so it's like. It's interesting to see all the different cultures and all the different uh, diversity when you go out and like actually experience things. Yeah. And meeting people, dude, is literally the best thing in the whole entire fucking world. Yeah. I love meeting new people. I love the experience that like I get when I meet new people and we get to bring them joy and bring me joy. It's just like, what are the odds of all this happening? Like, I never would have thought I lived in Virginia met great people never would have thought i lived in maryland met great people and still talk to them today yeah well like going off of that dude for like i totally see what you're talking about because even if you like you think back like when we moved here like we it was completely like different dude Mm -hmm. like we grew up in the city for you know goddamn like 13 years and then when we moved here i was just like i don't want to be here like this isn't normal for me and then Uh it took literally like I think it literally took like three years to till I was finally like, all right, like Adjusted. I'm cool with this now. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like obviously like we made friends, like we made we met you guys, we met Gage, everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. And like even after only knowing you guys for like a year or two, like I was still like, Oh man, I kinda still want to go back one day. Like yeah. just because like this doesn't feel normal. And then like when uh-huh. it finally set in that like this was home and like you guys definitely helped with a big part of that. I think one of my favorite stories from just like when we first moved here or whatever was the first snowfall that we got. Dude, I remember that. That was so much fun. Yeah, because like we were chilling at your house oh. and it was snowing, but I don't think we we knew it was snowing because we were inside playing video games. What were we playing? Def Jam. Def Jam, dude. That and was the game. The power went off for like a second and then went back on. And I just remember Bo was like, I need to save, I need to save, I need to save. <laughs> and then it shut off on us completely. And we went outside and we saw that it was snowing, so we just grabbed that old skateboard and uh-huh. we went into the the Ridley's parking lot and just started s- surfing on it. It was skate skating on it. It was fun as fuck. It was too much fun. I honestly want to say that was probably one of those times where I was just like, I think I could live here for the rest of my life because yeah. like I love the snow and like we'd only gotten it a couple times uh-huh. in Vegas. So then when we had that first winter, I just remember like, yo, this is sick. Now yeah. I'm like. Fuck this. Keep <laughs> yeah. it in the mountains. I'm good down here. Yeah, dude. I'm so over the cold now, dude. I'm just like, I need to go somewhere warm all the time because like my knees hurt, my back hurts, my elbows <laughs> hurt. I'm just like, yeah, I'm over this right now. Tyson's <laughs> 25 with the body of a 46-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't need this. And uh, kind of irrelevant, but like with all my knee surgeries, my right leg is shorter than my left leg. What? And I just realized like, just a few weeks ago uh-huh. whenever i'm walking i always walk 
somehow I drift off to my right. Yeah. I walk into people all the fucking time. And they're just like, what the fuck are you doing? I realize it's because my right leg is shorter than my left. So it's like compensating. So I just slowly drift off to the right as I'm walking. <laughs> I'm just like, God damn it. Figure it out, dude. <laughs> oh, it's oh. too funny. And I, I figured it out about two weeks ago when I was working up in Boise. Uh-huh. I walked to my coworker and I was just like, like, why does that happen to me? And I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like, my left leg's taking bigger strides, so it's, like, slowly, like, working its way to the right. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But, uh... I did I did want to, before we, like, I guess move on past, uh-huh. like, your, your sales stuff, because it's what we've been talking about pretty much the yeah. whole time. So, like, how long are you gone for, exactly? Oh, uh, usually gone for, like, three to four months at a time. Literally, dude, the longest three to four months of my life. Because yeah. I know I'm not seeing you within that time frame at all. But over the like the last two years and even going into this next year, you've been with the same company, right? Every uh, summer? The, la- the last two summers, yeah. This summer I'm going out uh, doing the same thing, but with a different company. Okay. So when you were working for the same one for the two summers in a row, did anything change? Like were they like, oh, we expect you to sell more this year? Or was it like just get out there and do your best? Yeah, I would just go out there and just do your thing and uh, take what you learned from the first summer, bring it into the second summer. Okay. And like we had new guys out there, so it was like – trying to help like motivate them and it kind of helped me out more trying to help them out because like kind of just like refreshed like the beginning stuff for me as well uh-huh. and it's kind of like made me better as a person and as a salesman okay and this summer i'm excited because it's my third summer now and i'm with the guys that have been doing it for a long time there's a bunch of guys yeah and so we're all just going to be we're gonna have probably 15 20 people out there and so it's going to be way different way more fun you know like last summers were great they were great times yeah and but i'm excited to have like a big team and like see where, like where this goes because like the last two summers i was on a, like a smaller team of like six to seven people uh-huh how many are you gonna have with you now like 15 20 probably okay cool yeah so it's gonna be sweet and everyone's been doing it for a while like we have a couple new guys but for the most part everyone's been doing it for at least three years or more okay so it's, it's gonna be fun to have experienced guys out there Hell yeah, dude. That's yeah, it's dope. Be, it's going to be dope. When you come back, are you going to the job that you have now, or are you uh, looking for something different? I'm not sure yet. So I'm hoping I might I might be doing that just because I like Boise. I like to, I like being in Boise. And I mm-hmm. always That's one thing. Once you leave Idaho and you live somewhere for that long, you actually do appreciate Idaho so much more. Yeah. Because you realize what you have when you're here. Yeah. And it's like a lot slower pace, and it's like a lot more chill, and it's pretty, and it's open. Yeah. And it's not saturated. And so I want to come back here, but we'll see what happens. I might have, have some moves I might, might want to make to go. I want to try to move out of state okay. permanently, but we'll see what happens. So, huh. yeah. So, dude, obviously, again, like we've uh-huh. been friends forever. Yeah. But one of like my favorite things about you and like one of the reasons like I feel like we're so good friends is like we kind of have like a similar outlook on like life. Mm-hmm. and whatnot but i kind of want to get into like especially because like you've traveled and like for me like meeting new people it doesn't it's not as like exciting as it used to be or like uh-huh. i'm just very like right now i feel like i'm very well kept and like i'd rather just kind of keep close to the people that i already have and like if i meet new people at school but like i'm not like going out to meet yeah. other people so i guess i just want to like touch base on like how you look at life and like things that you get excited about more or less because yeah. like you you are literally like one of those people where it's like everyone's like like one in a million like you're literally like so unique dude in like your own ways that like i don't think i've ever met anybody else like you and like that's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons i love having you as one of my best friends is because like like there's nobody else out there like you so i kind of want to just touch base about like 
who you are more in depth of like yeah. the way that you like look at life or like how you enjoy it and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I appreciate you seeing that too. And, uh, so how I kind of look at it is that I'm, a, I'm just a very curious person mm-hmm. and I'm just like, there's gotta be something more out there. Yeah. And life's all about like building connect. Like we're all here for a reason. So I'm like, why not go out, build connections, learn from someone that is a stranger and like just, I just get intrigued and excited by meeting new people. Cause I'm like, so this guy, this person's a stranger, no idea. Mm-hmm. I can go up to you and we can be friends within the next 20 minutes. And before we didn't even know each other. Yeah. And like, that's how I kind of met all these people in all these different States. And I traveled all the way through the country. Yeah. Driving across. And so it's like, I get excited on the curiosity part and the unknowing part. Yeah. And that's what strives me to have like this big picture in my mind of like, there's something big out there for me personally yeah. that I'm still searching for. And it that's what keeps me driving. That's what keeps me motivated. And it just, you know, you never know where you're going to make someone's day. You never know who you're going to meet when you meet them mm-hmm. or how this relationship will turn out in the future with what benefits you and them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I'm way too social of a person. I love, meeting people and i don't know where i got that from it's always been in me ever since i can remember i was always been interested in knowing about other people's life and like how they go about stuff too and i always try to see both sides of everyone's story you know what i mean so it's like if you aren't really like wanting to go out there and do your thing it's like yeah that's that's fine like i i have a nice tight knit circle yeah is really super ideal you know what i mean and it's like I have my friends I have like like you, my roommates up in Boise, like we're all like super tight. Mm-hmm. And I still have that curiosity of like I can have another friend group that's like I can be super tight with. And it's like I feel like I adjust with people that I'm around and I can mesh in with almost any kind of group. Mm-hmm. Cause I have a bunch of different friend groups. Yeah. And I feel like each one provides something different that fulfills my life. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes that makes total sense because, like, like I, I think I've gone to mention it before. Like, in the past, like, I just had, like, pretty much, like, the people that we grew up with. And, mm-hmm. like, like as, like, new people kind of came in, like, I was either, like, hanging out with them, like, separately or, like, if they, like, made their way into the group, like, Cody. Like, yeah. like Cody just kind of, like, blended in with our group super well. Like, everybody loves Cody. Yeah, Cody loves everybody. And that was just, like, you know, chance encounter, like we worked together, we ended up having a couple beers and like just clicked, you know, mm-hmm. as to like, we're like with like perfect example, like Justin and Jordan and them, like I've been friends with them for all about like a year now, love all of them to death. And I feel like when I hang out with them, it's a completely different feeling than like when I hang out with people that yeah. I grew up with or people that I've known for, you know, years. Uh-huh. And I just think that like that whole you saying like they, these people can bring something new into your life. That's what they do for me. Yeah, like exactly. As to where, you know, a lot of people that we grew up with, they're like getting married now or having kids mm-hmm. and they're super busy. So like you hardly see them. Like it's not that these people aren't doing the same thing because like perfect example, like Justin's getting ready to get married. Yeah. Uh, everyone still kind of finds a way to like somehow hang out at least for a little bit. I swear like these people have already been married for a couple years or they, they're on baby number two and baby mm-hmm. number one's turning three kind of example, you yeah. know, like it's nice just because like, I feel like right now where I'm at, like if I ever wanted to hang out with somebody or if I needed to be with somebody, like 
somebody has time for me. I'm not just stuck to that one friend yep. group. Yep. And uh, with having like known a lot of people and like trying to meet people, mm-hmm. like I'm always going somewhere and I like always run into somebody I know. Yeah. Everywhere I go. No. Yeah. And I mean, I'm gonna go on record and say sometimes I fucking hate it because it's like we'll be having a conversation in mid conversation. Someone's like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Tyson?" I'm like, "All right, well, there goes 30 minutes of me trying to talk to everybody." <laughs> Oh, and it, it, it does get ex- exhausting every once in a while because it's just like I sit back and I like, get home and I'm like oh, it's nice to just kind of not see anyone but it's just like just to find that balance in life you know yeah I don't know dude I feel like you're just such a social butterfly dude it's I like am, yeah. trying to like just be able to have like a one on one conversation with you out in public is almost impossible yeah like we had to be in your room door shut mm-hmm. to have a one on one conversation for <laughs> however long we're going to have this and yeah, especially because, like, we don't live in the same town anymore. Like, uh-huh. it's very rare for you to come home just because, like, that's life, you know. Like, yep. people yep. get going or whatever. And I feel like recently, too, even with the whole COVID thing going on, like, you've just been still traveling, dude. Like, yep. you were just in Vegas for not New Year's, but. Uh, what, what was it? It was uh, January. Was it March? No. April? No, not April. We're uh, in April. February. Yeah. It was back in February. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, there's a bunch of coworkers that I'm going out to uh, sell for the summer with, uh-huh. and uh, it was his birthday, and shout out Garrett. And, <laughs> what's up, Garrett? <laughs> yeah, what's up, Garrett? Uh, but we we went there for his birthday, and I went there a few months before that for my friend Mason's birthday too. Uh huh. And like Vegas, they had both times I went there, they had two different restrictions. Yeah. For COVID rules, like the first time I went, it was a little more laxed. And this last time I went, no matter where you went, you can only have groups of four everywhere you go. See, and that's fucking crazy. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, and we had five people, so it made it awkward. Yeah. And so it's <laughs> like, had... yo, hey, Timmy, you're chilling in the room today. We're all going out. <laughs> <laughs> you stay back. You stay back. Uh, but that that shit was crazy, though. Uh, we went to this pl- new new place called Circa in Vegas. Okay. And it's like a hotel, casino, and like on the rooftop, mm-hmm. they have this. I have no idea how big it is. Probably like a 120 foot screen mm-hmm. that we watched the playoff games. We watched uh, the the Saints Bucks game. Okay, and that was nuts. And uh, I had a friend that did like a little par- parlay thing there mm-hmm. off of like a 500 dollars bet. He won nine grand. That's insane. Yeah, dude. I was like, damn, how do you do that, dude? Dude, I honestly feel like I. So I lived in Vegas, obviously for 13 years, right? Uh-huh. And then. We would go back and visit every now and then, but like since I've been since I turned twenty one, like compared to since you've turned twenty one, you have way better Vegas stories than I do. Cause like we would go, so I want to say I can literally name all the times I went. I went down to visit for a couple of days, and then I went to a wedding in St. George. Went back for another wedding, and still hardly did anything. And then I want to say the last time. Oh yeah, no, see that was definitely the last time before dad passed away and we had to go down there for that but when dad passed that was probably as bad as it sounds the most fun that i've had in vegas uh-huh since i turned 21 and all we did was go to top golf and i got fucking sloshed dude damn see and like just the stories that like you've told me i'm like yeah because yeah, i mean the t- times i've been there i went there uh since being 21 i went to edc twice mm-hmm. and that was bo- both of them memorable as fuck i love the, one of the best experiences. Mm-hmm. EDC changed my life for the better. And music festivals, <laughs> dude, heavily, dude, changed my, influenced my life. And uh, so 
why do you think that though? Like, why do you think the music festivals just in general have changed your life? So it's just the culture, dude. The culture is literally life changing. It's like once it's something you can't really explain until you like go experience it. You know, yeah. it's like the, of course, like the loving, caring, and like everyone's there for like the unity. Like everyone comes together. You can be yourself. Do whatever you want to believe, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm go be it like go do your thing and no one's there like you can be extra of whatever you want to do and everyone there supports it because you're doing you and you get to blossom into what you actually want to be on the outside world that you might be sheltered or shelled Uh and you can express it there and you're able to open up and like those are the moments when like when you're exposed like that and vulnerable it's so much easier to make conversation with someone because that's who they are and you can just literally go off on anything and then met some of the greatest people ever at a music festival and i've been to like probably like 14 of them and so it's just an addiction almost now it's like a hobby that's sick dude yeah so damn yeah it's cool i've been to festival in baltimore and maryland i went to one uh in delaware too Mm mm-hmm and it was just like, and that's where I met my uh, buddy Ross and, and Liz in Maryland. Uh-huh. Uh, it was kind of crazy. We were in Delaware at a music festival uh-huh. called Firefly. And Liz was trying to get by, but this guy wouldn't let her get by. And I was like, just let her by, whatever. And the whole thing happened. And then me, Liz, and Ross are talking. And they're like, oh, we're from Salisbury. And I was like, oh, that's where I'm living. And we were there for probably like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anyone. I was like, oh, I live in Salisbury. I was like let's connect and like let's hang out mm-hmm. and so we just started hanging out the whole music festival hung out when we went back to salisbury and then boom history so it's like moments like that it's like what are the odds of me running into two people that live in salisbury as well yeah in a different state on the other side of the country yeah. with forty thousand people you know what i mean it's just like that was meant to be yeah so it's just like moments like that is like another reason of like it's insane and then i went to uh paradiso that same summer mm-hmm. and I ran into a bunch of people that I met from other music festivals that were at that one and I'm just like haven't talked to them since the last music festival and I'm like what are the odds of me seeing you here you know what I mean and it just like shows how like small the world really kind of is no like, yeah for you sure go travel yeah. around and you see people in different states doing the same thing but you haven't talked to them since the last event yeah so it just kind of blows your mind once you like once you see it firsthand yeah no that makes sense dude that's fucking yeah that's dope dude i mean i've only ever been to like one festival and like i've always kind of wanted to go to another it's just like figuring out what i want to do i guess yeah because it well and i guess like right now it's it's a hard time to even just plan anything because of covid like yeah it, it is what was tough. the last festival that you were able to go to like has it been over a year now or yeah it's been a long time so the last festival i went to was uh what was it I think it was, I think it was Moonrise in Balt in uh, in Baltimore, Maryland, uh-huh. two two summers ago. I I think, unless I'm wrong, I, I don't think I am though. <laughs> and then, uh, but I went to like a lot of concerts and stuff in, up in Boise. Yeah. But I'm actually going to a music festival in Salt Lake at the end of the month, and that's why I'm going to Salt Lake and then flying to Dallas after that. That's fucking yeah. That's sick. Dude. Yeah. So it's like this is gonna be the first one since COVID hit. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for it, and it's like a social distancing one. So it's like gonna be like it's like a pod rave. Oh, okay. So everyone has like their own like little like area to hang out in. That's cool. Yeah. So it's gonna be pretty sweet to go experience it and like 
kind of have like a different uh like atmosphere of a music festival you know yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see how it all works out i'm curious is there any like big raves that you haven't been to that you want to go to or like like have you planned anything like in the future like in this amount of time i'm gonna go to this one yeah so uh september i'm gonna go to uh imagine festival in atlanta georgia okay i'm gonna go with my friend that just moved there malik he just moved to uh atlanta a few months ago so we're gonna go to that mm-hmm. and then uh i have some friends going to edc or orlando oh, okay they will want me to go and that's the next month it's in, so it's in november mm-hmm. so i'm gonna see if i can pull that off and i'm also trying to go to ultra in miami when's that uh that is i believe it's like the end of march so it had to be like the next following year okay but that's one of my bucket list ones because i've heard nothing but good things about that one Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, so just try to go over where I can. And I'm going to try to go to a couple this summer in Texas, too, so we'll see what happens. I'll see the Snapchats, dude. I'm not, I'll, yeah. I am already know it. Yeah, Snapchats, Instagram, you'll probably see, him, see me doing something. So on on that, dude, um, you went viral recently. Yeah. Well, I don't know about recently. No, it's well, been a couple months. October. But, yeah. What happened? Uh, Yeah, so we went to uh, Bodovino in Boise downtown. Okay. And uh, it was my buddy Garrett's first weekend in Boise because he's from Arkansas. Okay. And he moved out to Boise. He moved to Idaho for the the, the year. And so we always went to go get drinks. It was me, Garrett, my roommate Maddie, my roommate Tyler, and my friend Skyler. And we're all just sitting there hanging out. We got bottomless mimosas. And I think I was like two or three deep. And like it was sitting there. And I was just like, we're all having a conversation. I was just like, mid-conversation, I was like, guys, check this out. <laughs> Literally. And I was just like... <laughs> Sat there and tried to like pick it up without my hand and just use my mouth, uh-huh. and it wasn't working. And these glasses were so thin, I just didn't think about it though. Mm-hmm. And Skyler's like, "Just use your hand a little bit and tilt it back, and then like let it go." So I did that, let it go, and I put. It, I swear I didn't put any pressure onto it, but as soon as the air bubble hit, the glass broke in my mouth, and he was recording it, and it shattered everywhere. And I went down, <laughs> and. All the glasses came out, and I pulled out a big piece of glass out of my mouth. And I cut my lip in three spots, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, that's crazy!" I was just like, "It sucks." I cut my lip, and then Maddie's like, "Did you swallow any glass?" And then I was like, "Oh, panic mode!" And I was like, <laughs> "I'm fucked right now, dude." <laughs> the last thing I thought about was swallowing glass until she said it, and I just ran to the bathroom, dude. I was like, "I hope I did not swallow glass, dude." I was like, "This is gonna hurt." <laughs> But yeah, no, I didn't swallow any glass. And then uh, my friend Luke showed up and he uh, posted on the Barstool Broncos. Mm-hmm. And so they posted it. And then Barstool Sports approached us and was like, can we post it on our page? And we're like, yeah. So they posted it on Barstool Sports page. Mm-hmm. And then from there, all these media companies came out and were like, hey, can we uh, have the rights to this video and stuff like that? And then, so they got the rights to the video and it sent to all these different platforms. So it made it on like the front cover of Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it made it on a bunch of Snapchat stories. Yeah. Yeah. It made it on like two or three stories there. And it made it on a TV show as well called Right This Minute. No way. Yeah. So it's been on a TV show too. And they did like a little video breakdown of it. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a cool moment. It was a cool moment of fame. But dude, you were getting shat on in the dude, comments i was getting absolutely roasted dude and i could not stop laughing people were like people were like you're not mad at that and i was like why would i be mad at that like yo did you literally handle it probably better than anybody i've i know 
that could. Oh, dude, it was. I, I was dying. So me and my roommate Jason were. He was just reading the comments, dude, because he loves reading the comments, and he was just busting up. And I was just like, oh god, lay it on me, dude. And he started reading me all the comments, and I was just hysterically laughing. I was like. And he was like, you know what you should do? You should go back and just comment back to the people that are commenting. And I was like, okay, smart. So I went through it and just started commenting back to all these people. And then there's like, there's a comment. Those guys like, the dude is actually commenting back. And I was dying laughing. The guy's like, there was one comment that I'll never forget. He's like, he's like, this guy's a, a Joe Biden supporter. He probably drives a Prius and has a coexist sticker on his bumper. And I was just like, you nailed it, bud. <laughs> And then the best one yet, though, there was uh, one where this girl was like, I think I found your husband and tagged this girl in it. And I was like, okay, I'll go check this out. Uh-huh. And this girl was really cute. So I was like, should I do it, guys? And so I, went, I messaged her. I was like, hey, I think your friend found your husband. <laughs> and then she literally did not go anywhere, deleted the message and everything. I was like, okay, no, just kidding. <laughs> Lost opportunity on yep. her half, dude. Fuck yep. her. So I was just like, shoot my shot and didn't work out, but it Dude, was I think, funny. I think I waited like a day before I started going through the comments. And this is what I mean. Like I had no part in this video and I was getting heated at everybody that was being rude to you for like, obviously none for of no these reason. people know you, but I was just like, cause you got a lot of love from everybody that, knew, that uh-huh. knew you dude. Uh-huh. But like when I was going through reading the comments, I was like, fuck this person, fuck this person. But my favorite comment of all of them. And I wanted to comment on it so bad. But it, somebody was just like, oh, yeah, this kid's dad's a lawyer. And I wanted to comment back and tag your dad in and be like, yo, John, when did you get your degree? <laughs> I saw that. I saw that one. And I was dying laughing, dude. I actually showed my dad that comment. And he was, he thought it was pretty good. And uh, this went on for a while. And a few months ago, my, my uncle texted me. He was sitting in Jerome eating breakfast at this restaurant. Uh-huh. And he was like, dude, I literally just saw your video. And this is like probably January. He's like, I just saw your video on TV. And I was like, no way, dude. And I was like, it's still making its rounds. And I was like, it was crazy that like the, the video went viral. And everyone's like, oh, you should take off and run with it. And I was like, I don't really know how to do this whole social media thing. And I was like, I don't really know how to go viral again. And I was like, I was, was it let was it do a complete thing. accident. Yeah, complete accident. Did not mean for it to be like that big of a thing. But I was just like, there we go. And then, like, now, like, when I meet new people, like, it always gets brought up. Mm. I was showing the video, and they're like, dude, I've seen that video. And it's like, yeah, it's gotten, I think it got, like, over, like, 25 million views. That's crazy. So, did you, like, make anything off of that when they no. bought the video from you guys? Or, so, like, I thought, I honestly thought I was going to, but, like, the contract was weird, and I ended up not making anything off of it. Because huh. the contract was, like, the way, the, way, the way they worded it was, like, tricky. Yeah. And so, like, we went through this whole thing, and, like, we tried to, like, I, I tried to, like, I it was emailing them, trying to figure out how to get paid, and they said that, like, if it makes us money, we'll pay you. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, how do, like, how does that work? Like, it made on a TV show, it, like, has all these views, and I was like, from other people that I know that, like, went viral, too, I asked them questions, and they said they got paid, like, per million mm-hmm. views. Yeah. And, uh... So I was trying to figure out like how like to piece all this together, and nothing was really making sense. And so I kind of, I honestly kind of just kind of gave, gave up on it. Cause I was like, it's whatever. Like you know, it was just like cool moment of fame, and I was just yeah. like, I mean, I f- you still went it, viral. Yeah, and it was a, it was a fun experience, you know. So I was like, whatever, M- money can just be whatever. But I was just like, it was a fun experience, and it was like a good joke, you know. Yeah. And so I was just like, 
I'll just wait for my next opportunity because I'm sure I'm going to have another one, you know? Yeah. Well, knowing you for sure, dude, something's <laughs> going to happen. Something's going to happen. Uh, another question, dude, because you, I feel like you, whenever you come home, you always have something, dude. And it's been like that since like, I want to say when you graduated, because correct me if I'm wrong, didn't your mom send in a bunch of pictures of you for like a modeling agency? Yeah. In high school. Yeah. And didn't like you were supposed to go out to New York City, but you decided not to, like last minute. No, it was a uh, Spokane. It was, okay, it was Spokane. Yeah, I, I, I got too. I was too chicken shit to go out and do it. It was like for a Calvin Klein thing. Uh huh. And I was just like, nope, I don't, because they're, they're like, oh yeah, come out and you have seven hundred bucks a shoe. And I was just like, I actually don't want to do that anymore because <laughs> 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 I was, I was too scared. And it was my senior year, and uh, so that kind of just fell through, and it, it was what it was. But. uh there's that, but what was going to be your next part of that question? I feel like there's another part. Uh, I the, the most recent one was your casting call. Oh, yeah. So uh, I applied for Love Island. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of then. I'm thinking of the – what's the show on Netflix? Um, oh, Outer Banks. Oh, Outer Banks, that one. So, yeah, I applied for that right when I got back from Virginia. Cause I, saw, I literally just saw it and it was like, oh, applying for uh, acting – Outer Banks. I was like, fuck it. I was like, why not? I just throw my name in there. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I did this online. Uh, it was, it was weird. So they had like 15 people in like a group chat. Yeah. And like a group chat. And uh, we're all like in like a Zoom call pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went through all these like instructions on like what to expect when we're doing this. And then after that, we had another interview but that just it didn't really go anywhere either because they like i have no credentials of like acting or anything like that so it's just like there's people out there doing way better than me i just applied for it just for shits and giggles just to see what would happen you know because you you never know yeah so i'm always just applying for all these silly things it's like just to see what would happen and that didn't go anywhere and uh just another cool experience just to see what it was like Mm -hmm. but uh so talk about love island then because so, you are actually one of the few people I could see being a reality TV star, like, in our friend group. Uh-huh. And now I'm talking, like, throughout, like, everybody that I'm friends with. Like, uh-huh. there's – and I don't know why. Like, you, you're obvi- like you're an obvious pick. Uh-huh. But I think it's just because of how this person acts. I think Ricky, Ricky Sheets yeah. could also be yep. one. Yep. But, like, for sure, just, like, who you are in general as a person, I feel like people would watch you on TV and they'd be like – I get behind this guy. I get behind this guy. <laughs> yeah, so I just applied for it because we we're like me and all my roommates and like a couple of friends we were always watching it and they're like, Oh Ty, you should apply for it. And I was like, Okay, I'll apply for it. Applied for it, had an interview. But once again, just kind of like one of those things like after the interview they're just like, Oh, we found our casting, like, sorry to tell you this. But then with one of the emails they sent me, dude, it was fucking hilarious. Like, this is the email that they sent me out today. Told me that like they found their cast. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it kind of nothing happened with it. Mm-hmm. It was well, we're trying to start a new reality show, <laughs> and it's a dating show. And we're like, your dad meets all of our credentials for this dating show. So we'd love to have you and your dad on this dating show. I'm like, what the fuck is this kind of dating show, dude? I would never miss an episode if you and John were on TV together. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, how would you even go about this right now? So it was, it was very interesting to see uh, <laughs> this email. And I was just like, TV, yeah, man. I literally was like, I'm not going to respond to this because I don't know what to say. 
I don't know what would be like, and it's not even funny, but I don't know what would be better to watch, like you and your dad or you and your mom. I, yeah, I have no idea. I'm like, this is awkward. Because, <laughs> dude, I fucking love your mom. Your mom is probably one of my favorite people on the planet. Yeah, my mom's the best. And she knows how to fucking party, dude. Hard. And so does my dad. But they both do. I'm just like, okay, this is where I get it from. <laughs> well, like, growing up, dude, we knew your dad uh, was knew how to party. Yeah. We, like, your mom was, like, the teacher uh-huh. who was, like, Tyson, make sure your homework is done, blah, 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 blah. And then just, like, we turned 21, and I was just like, yo, Holly, come party with us all the time. Yeah, and she was, like, she's always down. Literally always down. Like, there was one time, me and my mom were in uh, San Antonio. We were there for my cousin's wedding. And we went downtown San Antonio, and it's awesome. If you haven't been, I highly recommend it. Like, one of my favorite cities all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go back to the room, and I black out. My mom my mom's drunk, and my mom's like, yeah, you left the hotel room. You said you'll be right back. And I don't recall this at all. And she was like, okay, like, whatever. She, like, an hour later, she says, she gets a knock on the door. And it's just security to come knocking on the door. And she's like... Does this belong to you? And I'm passed out in the hallway. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it belongs to me. And she goes to get me and she closes the door behind her and locks us both out. And so we're both locked out of the room and I'm passed out, like blacked out drunk in the hallway. And I'm just like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> it's always something fun though. It's hilarious. Damn, dude. That's... Oh. What about... Do you have any stories with you and your dad? Because you and your dad went on a, a couple road trips yeah, there for uh... a while, didn't you? Yeah, let me think. With me and my dad. Oh. Oh, there was one time we went to uh, California. And I was there for a week. It was back in 2018 where I was there for a week. And uh, we went to... uh, We did a a whole, like, beach run, pretty much. We started down at... uh, What's that first beach we started at? Uh, Laguna Beach. Okay. Down... Uh, like way south of California and we went to like Huntington then we went to Long Beach and we just did like a little run we went to like four or five beaches then we ended back up at Huntington mm-hmm. and we just drank the whole time we just Ubered from beach to beach and by the time we got back to Huntington Beach dude so hazy and my dad's sitting there just walking around and we're sitting at a bar and the bar's at the beach and I'm sitting there I'm just like I can't do this anymore I was like I'm so drunk I was like we need to go home and we're like 45 minutes away from my aunt's house mm-hmm. and I go pass out in the fucking beach for like an hour and my dad's walking around and I'm fucking sleeping on the beach and I was like Jesus <laughs> this is what it's like huh <laughs> uh, it was good times though so I guess I do have a I don't know if I would consider it a serious question uh-huh. but just going off of like your past where like you could have been a model you've you've put out for like casting calls on tv shows uh-huh. um would you ever start an only fans uh because like no homo like apparently all of our friends want to fuck you over me <laughs> <laughs> and i just i mean i can see why you, age. <laughs> and angel and angel <laughs> oh uh that's a good question i don't know i don't know if i would or not i mean if i did i would be like I would put it out there and be like, would you guys follow? Mm-hmm. And see if people would follow. And hopefully, like, my close friends wouldn't, but. You never know. But, I mean, I don't think I could see me doing it, but I don't know either, you know? It seems like a pretty easy buck. Yeah, well, see, and I've heard, I've heard stories and, like, I've seen stuff, like, 
on Twitter where somebody was somebody was like, I started in OnlyFans. I haven't posted in like two weeks, and uh, I'm still making like two hundred dollars a week off of it. And it just seems like that's just something revenue coming in. Yeah, and I just feel like that's something that you would do. And it <laughs> yeah. would just it would just be random, and I'd be like, all right, shit, Tice has an OnlyFans now. <laughs> Put the link in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but I guess we'll have to see what the future holds. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God damn it, uh, dude. But I got a question for you. Okay. So would you rather live in a nudist colony or an Amish community for a whole year? A whole year. Damn, dude. I... I almost want to say an Amish community just because I feel like I would learn so much from them and it'd Uh be kind of nice to like disconnect from like the world and just be like, all right, so like if an apocalypse ever happens or like if some shit goes down, like at least I know how to churn butter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just have to have the butter, dude. (laughs) But like a nudist quality would be sick because of like, you know, titties. And experience. But then there's also going to be dicks everywhere and I'm like... So, this is my thing. I feel like this is a theory of what I would think. Mm-hmm. Is that, like... Because if I'm naked, I'll probably have a boner the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so, they're going to be like, oh, well, look at... There's the new guy. Because the new guys were walking around with boners the whole time. Yeah, and you said for a full year. Yeah. I feel like at some point, the naked body just wouldn't be the naked body to, you any, to me anymore. Uh-huh. And, like, again, like, I don't know how, like, you feel. But, like, you know when you see a pair of titties for the first time and you're yeah. like, nice. Yeah. And you're just like, this is what it's all about. I would lose that spark, and I I don't think I could do it. Dude. Yeah, like yeah, I'd just be like, let's just have the same. Yeah, yeah like I would. Same. I feel like I would come back into like normal society or what, like what everybody considers normal society, uh-huh. and I'd be like, damn, like none of this is even like for me anymore. Like, <laughs> this is like all a boring. Girl walk- now. Yeah, a girl walking by with like nice leggings. I'm like, eh, whatever. Like I, I know what. <laughs> I looked at ass like for the last year. Like that uh, means nothing to so me. So, didn't do you think you would leave if you went to a newest colony? I could honestly like just me. Like if I made it the full year and you know like I left. Like I honestly feel like there would be a strong possibility of me going back because I would be like the outside world sucks. <laughs> As for like if I was to like choose like the Amish uh-huh. society or whatever community, I feel like I would go. I would learn all these new like trades and skills or whatever, because you know, like I learned how to put up a barn be, or something. Be Something's, resourceful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like, I could take that with me to the, like where I'm at right now and like, just have that experience. That one, I definitely wouldn't go back to, but like, I think mentally being in the nudist society would fuck me up to where like, I would come back and I would just be like, wow, like I don't want to be here anymore. Like I'm just gonna go back to the people who like literally don't give a fuck about anything because they're naked all the time. You know what I yeah. mean? But yeah, see, like, the be... whole – it still comes back to, like, the whole not being surprised when I see a titty for the first time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because, like, that's just such a good feeling. Yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's almost like an accomplishment. Yeah. It's like you put in this effort to get to see the titty. Yeah. That or you just jumped on – You put on... the effort into someone liking you enough to allow them to see, your, like, their Bingo. titties. You Bingo. Know? So it's like, wow, you actually, like – yeah. Put effort in, and then you're actually no. In, in, in a way, you kind of know you're a genuine person too. You know. Yeah, and like that's not, dude, dude. That you make a really good point there because it's like to the point where it's like, what's better? Before you answer your question that you just asked me, what's better? Getting flashed when you're out at like the bar because some chick's just drunk and she's showing everybody your titties, uh-huh. or hanging out with somebody, spending time with them, and then finally 
seeing the titties. Yeah. Because it's like, that's cool. Like, you know, people flash all the time and you're, uh-huh. you're still going to be like, yo, that was sick. Yeah. But, but it's like, just not the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like I'd rather hang out with someone and like work for it. Yeah. You same. Know? Same. Because yeah. like you just get that reveal and it's just like, fuck yeah. That's Titty. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Pat like, yourself on the back, <laughs> high five each other, and then you know you carry on from there. So, what would you pick, though, Amish society or nudist? Uh, I think I'd probably go nudist, dude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because I'd be like, how uncomfortable would you be being in a nudist colony? You know, like I bet you ninety percent of the people wouldn't want to do it just because they'd be uncomfortable with it. Yeah, and I seek that. And it's not like an uncomfortable feeling, like being weird but it's like if i feel uncomfortable with something i want to figure out why i'm uncomfortable with it or it's like if i'm uncomfortable with it it's like go do it and just be uncomfortable you know yeah like get comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah and that's where like that kind of ties in my life of like always going out and doing something you know like yeah trying to get comfortable with being uncomfortable that makes sense yeah but i mean i would definitely like you said you made brought up pretty good points with the amish community so mm-hmm. that's why i was like uh, i don't i don't know but i think i don't know they both be interesting yeah, and I mean, I guess it depends on, like, how big each, like, yeah, community yeah. is. Because, like, say there's, like, a hundred Amish and a hundred nudist, dude. Even if you split that 50-50, that's 50 dicks you got to look at randomly. Like, you know, like, I feel yeah, like you, you like... I don't think you point, really have too, too good of uh, wandering eyes in a nudist economy. You really gotta, yeah, you just got, like... You see eyes forward and just figure it out, you know? I Like, and that would be hard, dude, because, like, you know, you could, like... Your eyes could strain, like you'd be like looking at a pair of titties, and she could like move an inch forward, and then boom, dick right in your view. Yeah, and you're like, ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, damn. Okay, so one, one. I mean, since we're on the topic of titties, uh-huh. <laughs> um, how do you feel about pierced titties? And this is a very serious question. I don't mind them. I think they're pretty dope. Okay, if, if it pierced titties, it's just like some extra to play with, you know, in a yeah. way. And it's just like. Good for you for going through that pain. Yeah, honestly, so I'm I'm all for it, 100. Uh-huh. Like, like if I put in all that time, effort, whatever, and then boom, titties, awesome. But if I like put in all that time, effort, and then boom, pierce titties, I'm like, nice. Do you taste the metal? Oh man, I I'm gonna say no, purely because like I've only had like maybe two pierced titties in my mouth, like, and it's you know. One time, so like two times out of uh-huh. like whatever, can't really remember. But it like makes me think back of like when I had my tongue pierced. Like I could never taste the metal of the tongue piercing, so I don't know okay. if like I just got used to that. That's a possibility. Yeah, or maybe the tongue one's made of something different. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's a that's an interesting topic. Yeah, but uh, so you're for. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, I'm me for too. it. Like, yeah. I, I want to little, like, you know how much I hate my nipples being touched? Yes. Hate it more than anything in the whole entire uh-huh. world. So now everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I went through this little phase. I was like, that'd be kind of cool to get my nipples pierced. But I was like, how would I be able to do that? I'm going to tell I, you right now, it's not. I mean, yeah, I don't no, know about I would never. Like, I, like this phase was like probably like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. I, I think you could pull it off. I'm just telling you not to because of how rowdy you are. You're gonna rip that bitch yeah, right out. It, yeah, and that's the other thing I thought about too. I was uh, I was an immediate thought too. I was like, one, I don't think I could like, I don't have to be strapped down to like a table because I don't. Yeah. I just, well, because you hate your nipples being touched. I, I don't it. even know where in your head you thought this would be the move. <laughs> <I know. laughs> this is what I go through, dude. I just I'm always going through these thoughts. I was like, it's not a good move. That's why I have to sit here and think about it for a while and realize, eh, don't don't do that. 
Uh, so I was going to tell you, um, I obviously have never had my nipples pierced, uh-huh. but I cheered with a guy who got his done and he was partner stunting, right? So uh-huh. for anybody that doesn't know what partner stunting and stunting is like in the cheerleading world, it's where you're, you're throwing one person up by yourself and doing whatever you can do with them. Right. So he threw this girl up. She came down, ripped the nipple or ripped the piercing out of his nipple. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I hate that. I mm-hmm. hate that so much. Mm-hmm. That's literally the worst. Yeah. Like that, like, I feel like the, like, tingling sensation in my spine of, like, how much that hurts me. Yeah. Because, like, what what ruined it for me was Devin. Devin pinched my nipple one time because we always, always do that little bean dip thing or whatever. Uh-huh. And one time he pinched it, like, horribly. And then that literally just triggered something in my brain. I was like PTSD now every time I fucking... Anyone gets close, dude, I was like, have the most, I have the best instincts when someone's getting close to my nipples and I just cry, shot the fuck out of your hand, dude. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because, like, I hate pruny hands, too. Like, grandma hands? Yeah, like, like if you do dishes or, like, have, like, oh, so, in like, the water. wrinkled up fingertips? Yeah, I hate when they touch me. And so, one, th- one day, Jason, my roommate, did dishes and his hands were all pruny and he was chasing me around the house trying to touch my nipples and I was just fucking <laughs> screaming for my life. <laughs> I was like, I hate my life right now. Uh, Damn. Um, okay, so I have one last question for you. What's up? And then, and then we have the last question in the show. I know your answer already, but just for the for the, the people audience. listening. Okay, so have you ever had a this can't be happening moment? And if you did, what was it? Oh man, what a question. Uh, I don't know. This can't be happening. I'd probably have to say being, I'd say ha- have my first threesome in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was like, this can't be happening right now. It was the weirdest what, thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And the way it, ha- it happened was like, was EDC 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met these girls at a pool party. Okay. And then we went out that night after the pool party. I was hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. And they came in from Brazil. To go to EDC. That's so that's how the conversation started. Uh-huh. And so we were, all, we were all sitting there chatting. And then the group that I was with uh-huh. that year, we all went out downtown. And like it was a day before the first day one of EDC. Mm-hmm. And then went and met up with these girls. And we were all hanging out gambling at like uh, the Excalibur. Mm-hmm. So we were gambling at the table. And then everyone decided to leave. I was staying because I was doing pretty good. And then hung out with another friend. That we, I came in, I didn't even know he was going, mm-hmm. but saw, met him downtown, downtown, mm-hmm. which is another one of those crazy moments. And then I stayed at the Excalibur, and I was at the craps table for like probably six, seven, eight, maybe eight hours. I look, and it was like eleven o'clock. I go back up to the hotel room, mm-hmm. and uh, we go, we go get drinks like in the, in the room, and I was like. How do I? I was like, how do I play this off? Because like, obviously, I wanted to have a threesome. Uh-huh. I felt, I felt like it was gonna happen. Yeah, but I didn't know how to approach it. You know, I was just like, how do I approach this right now? And then I know you said how I met your mother. Yeah. So what I did was I pulled the naked man. They, <laughs> I, they left the room, and I just got naked and laid on the bed. And they came back and they're like, oh, so it's like this, huh? And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, this is what's happening now. And uh, so, yeah, that happened. And it was uh, 
shortly lived, <laughs> shortly lived, and then I didn't get back to our buddy's apartment uh-huh. until about one o'clock ish. And right when I got back, everyone's getting ready to leave because like everyone leaves at three o'clock to head there because mm-hmm. like the time it gets there. So I slept for thirty minutes, got up, got ready, and then went to EDC day one, and then just rallied for the rest of the three days. You're a fucking animal, dude. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That was just one of those moments I was like, this is not happening right now. <laughs> it was it was good, though. It was a fun experience. Damn. <sighs> yeah. Do you have any other any other moments? No, not that I can talk about. No, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, have, I, have a, I have one that's not nearly as cool as yours, but... So it was like maybe... Maybe like six or seven months like after i had turned 21 so uh-huh. like i was like still kind of new to the bar scene or whatever and i met this girl at the bar we talked for a little bit hung out a couple of times and like that was it mm-hmm. well then i met this other girl like a couple weeks later at the bar and i was like like we were like we clicked really well and like we were just you know like having really good conversations whatever kissed a couple times and she left and she's like you should come and stay with me i'm at my friend's house so i was like oh yeah bet for sure you know uh-huh. so like God, I wish I could remember who drove me, but I had somebody drive me over there. And when we pulled up to the house, I was like, there's no fucking way this is happening right now. It was the girl that I had started talking to before her. Uh And I was like, I was so drunk, dude. So like, I just got out, was talking or whatever. I was like, hey, just so you know, I cannot come inside right now. I was like, I actually have to go. I'll explain later. Never got that chance to explain because her friend had explained. Uh And she just refused to talk to me after that and i was no. like yeah in all fairness there was nothing there before uh-huh. and that's why we stopped talking i was just like yeah this isn't ever going to be a thing so like let's just you know part ways now instead yeah. of wasting any more time and then i meet this super dope chick and i was just like yo this could be the one <laughs> <laughs> quick switch <laughs> and then uh. they ended up being really good friends and i was like well damn i was like it's kind of what i get i guess like what that's, I get for being impatient. That's crazy. That's so funny. Uh. That or my first hand job in a movie theater. That's that was crazy. what? Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even like the movie theater was like empty. It was just like there was like maybe like four, was it, four was it an over the pants hand job? No. It was in the pants. Yeah. And it and it, this might be one of the reasons why I hate hand jobs, dude. But like she was not gentle at all. She was like very forceful and I was like, oh okay, this is happening. Like you're, I mean, my dick's soft, but just tug it yeah, away. Huh? Get get right at it. Didn't unbutton my pants or my zipper, so she's literally has like no room to work with. <laughs> and it got to the point where I was like, "Hey, like, this Chill. is a really good part of the movie. Like, we should." <laughs> <laughs> I really want to watch this. Yeah, uh. I was like, right, "It's not that I don't appreciate what you're doing, and we're probably still going to continue to talk after this, but like, let's just put this to a halt for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, okay. If you don't have anything else, I got the last question for you. Let's hear it. Okay. So you know. Well, and I know of... your answer, but we'll let everybody else know. Would you rather suck one dick ten times or ten dicks one time and why? Uh, I'd rather suck one dick ten times. Just because I don't want to deal with ten different dicks mm-hmm. that would be different. Okay. I'd rather deal with the same one that's going to be the same. Whether like I heard in the last previous podcast, like what if it's big, what if it's small? Well, at least it's the same one, you know. Yeah, I'd rather deal with the same one and get that figured out. And I don't think just because you're gonna be doing the same one ten times, there's gonna be an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. I feel like you gotta 
compartmentalize your emotions, you know? Yeah. And just get it over with. Yeah. And just like, it is what it is, you know? Just yeah. let it be. Okay. And just walk away. <laughs> no, hey, dude, yeah. I've, I've gone to say it. Like, I respect whatever answer yeah. you give. It's just nice to know that now I was not alone in that car coming home from Jackpot because you guys made me feel so alone. <laughs> <laughs> and that was so funny because you're just like, the only one out of the car group that was doing it were like, hmm, this is strange. <laughs> no, you guys weren't, hmm, this is strange. You guys were straight bullies, dude. The whole bullies time. the whole time. They're back. Oh, my God. It was funny as fuck, though. We're like, how do you want to do that? But, yeah, so. I mean, I feel like now you can understand my logic. Yeah, no doubt. I definitely from. do. I definitely do. I, I, I saw both sides. And I was just like, yeah, one day, ten times since. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, damn dude so do you have a good time yeah dude this is a fun podcast thanks for having me on yeah dude um this is fun i you're gonna come back hopefully maybe when you get back from dallas yeah i'll definitely be if back not before you leave yeah we'll definitely have, good, have to get something going because i know mike wants to record with you too and he just is working today that's why he can't be here i would love to record with mike so. and jason and i want i'm that'd i want to have jason on here again that'd be fun jason's just always out there doing whatever dude uh-huh I love talking. To I thought we have a lot stories. to share too. Honestly, between you and Jason, I feel like it's it's a tie between who has the best stories because of how much he travels and how much you travel. You guys uh-huh. just both bring so much to the fucking table. It's yeah, insane. I thought like he is interesting because he gets to travel literally the whole world. I've only traveled a lot of like the country itself. Yeah, but traveling the world sound that's what my next goal is. Is like what he did, and so one of his podcasts was like one of my favorite ones. Yeah. It oh, just, it's, it was just so interesting. Yeah, it was one of my favorite ones too, honestly. Like like I don't have a single episode that like I don't love. Uh-huh. But like I think it's it's like a thing where it's like the people that enjoy listening to it, that's awesome. I love all of those people, but like sitting in the room and having this conversation with you is just a completely different feeling. Like when I go back and re-listen to them to make sure they sound okay, I'm like, yeah, that was fun. But like I don't have that feeling that I got the during the conversation yeah you know like yeah. i'm just like yeah the people are i feel like people are going to enjoy this but like they'll never fully understand until they sit where you're sitting and having the yeah, conversation being here one-on-one yeah because yeah. this is literally like the best part of my week is when i get to sit down and record with people dude it's it has to be so much fun it is it really is i look forward to, look, to listening to your your podcast now. and i i just like like i like coming up with questions like um actually i can ask you this before we go too because it's not we're not too terrible on time you you were hanging out with us pretty much the entire time we grew up. I think there was yeah. maybe a year where we didn't hang out and it was my senior year. Yep. And then the end of your senior year is when we, we literally hung out every single day that summer. Uh-huh. So you know that I'm terrible at this, but like I always got my hand in my pants. Always. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not fiddling my shit. I'm just like, you know, readjusting it, whatever, keeping my hands warm. Yeah. Just hang and out. I feel like that's why guys do that. And like, I know you're the same way. Like I've literally caught you just walking around your mom's house with your hand. And your pants. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever get shit for that growing up? Because mom fucking hates it. Like, and I'll, I'll, I literally do it, dude, just like on command, not even paying attention. It's like my arm just puts itself. On I my try testicle. to be, I try to be mindful with like who's around. Because mm-hmm. like, like obviously if my mom's out and about, I will, I will try not to do it. But if it's like if I'm hanging out and it's just, it's just a comfortable position to be in. Yeah. You know? on or your if dick, I'm dude. like, yeah. Or if I'm like laying down on the couch watching TV, hands in my pants, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like I don't I honestly don't see anything wrong with it, you know? Like yeah. but like that's just me like growing up like just wash your hands before you touch someone's face, you know? Yeah. Or if you don't like that person, just give them a nice Yeah. Couple taps. 
Just by here, smell my fingers. Gross. (laughs) 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 Okay, I think with that we can wrap it up, though. Um, Do you have anything you want to say before we we go? Uh, Twist Talk fans, it was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, and looking forward to being back on the show someday. Awesome. Yeah, dude. I can't wait to like have you back on it, like I said, after you get back from your your summer because I feel like you're just going to have... Hopefully, I can have some more stories I can come back with. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. So that's that's actually it for this week's episode, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, you know, give us a like, share, and yeah. all that good stuff. And everyone we'll have s- a blessed day. Yeah, we'll see you next week.